Hello and welcome to Gadgets, a podcast from Gizmodo where we woman-splain the latest technology. I'm your host, Senior Consumer Technology Editor, Caitlin McGarry, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Gizmodo reporter, Florence Ion. Hello, Flo. Hi, I need to pan the camera down to show you the sweater that I wore for our Gadgets recording today. Okay, let's see it. Let's see <laughs> let's it. Let's see it. <laughs> what? What's happening? It's Sporty Spice. Oh my God, I couldn't see her face. Okay, okay. Now I see her face. Wow, Sporty Spice in her full kick from the uh, official. What mm-hmm. what video is from that from? Say, say you'll be there. Say you will be there. Video mm-hmm. iconic. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, official merchandise by the okay. way. So it went directly to Sporty Spice. Wow. So <laughs> Sporty Spice is the is the spice you identify with. Yes, before I switched over to Baby Spice at some point. I wasn't quite sure. I think it was because I liked her shoes the most. Baby She had the very Spice. cool platforms. Yeah. yeah, she had the very like yes. cool platforms, but not like the super high ones, like Ginger Spice. Anyway. So you picked your Spice figured... Girl based on shoe, not personality. Yeah, okay. I did it mostly on outfits, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel like spiritually, definitely, I'm a ginger spice but like externally mm-hmm. posh spice <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay i'm glad mm-hmm. we decided <laughs> now that we have that settled <laughs> so uh we're talking about technology today <laughs> we are we are we are um today we are. we're we have a lot to talk about okay we so do this week first we're gonna start with some uh some instagram news this is big big instagram news and i'm glad that you put the segment title I I didn't link to any of this in my story about the Instagram news, but that makes perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> Only Instagram fans. Uh, yes. Yeah, I really mm-hmm. should have put those two things together in this in the story, but I'm That's glad okay. you did, and we're we're going to talk about that. It's it's a technically a developing story. That's so true. I had 20 <laughs> minutes to just get it on the page, so we we do what we can here at Gizmodo. Um, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. we need to dive into the situation with Microsoft. Um, just a very, very, Dibs. very quickly before we actually dive into it. This week, Microsoft announced that it was acquiring a giant game studio called Activision Blizzard. One of the biggest. This is huge news for gaming, but we need to talk about what this means for the women who work for this company because... Uh, mm-hmm. literally the worst reputation. This game studio has been horrible, a completely toxic place for women to work. There have been reports of rapes happening, definitely sexual harassment. It's yeah. I'm going to put a trigger warning, I think yes. on this episode yeah. in our show notes. So it's a lot. Definitely. And, uh, mm-hmm. I'm really curious what the women at Microsoft think about all of this, but we'll dive into that. And then we're going to close things out with a little New Year's resolution talk because, Flo, we kind of skipped over the beginning of a new year with, like, CES and... It, it doesn't start until after CES for yes. us tech journalists. So now I feel so. like... <laughs> this is our time starting. <laughs> we're actually starting 2022. Mm-hmm. And you and I have some some technology resolutions. I'm actually I'm mm-hmm. actually doing pretty mm-hmm. good with mine so far. So, I can't wait to talk about this with you. Okay. okay. But first, we're going to take a break.
Flo, some breaking news today is that Instagram will now let you pay money to subscribe to Instagram. Uh, it's the first time that you've ever been able to do this. And it's really interesting because you don't you don't need to pay money like to use the Instagram app, but the company is gonna let yeah. Thank Who God. would pay for that? Thank God, because oh, I God. already pay well, with <laughs> emotional labor. Well, I was like, I would pay any amount of money to use Instagram. <laughs> I would pay any amount of money to keep me from using Instagram. Yeah. Oh my God. I'll just say that um, but anyway. I, I think- it took me a decade, but I've finally gotten like a little bit bored of Instagram. I don't open it as much as I used to. Like in recent weeks, I feel like um, <sighs> yeah. Huh, okay, I'll check in every now and then. This so this is this is a good way I think for us to step into this because this is exactly why they're starting this whole like monetization thing. Exactly. So the subscriptions are for specific creators on Instagram. So you know we all follow mm-hmm. like influencers accounts that churn out a ton of content. We do. Yeah, we do. Yes, we do. All of us do. (laughs) Um, So Instagram is going to make it possible for those people to start charging a monthly subscription. And you can still follow them as usual. You'll still see all of their stuff, but they're going to start doing um, stories and Instagram lives that are specifically for people who subscribe. So, you know, if you're like on someone's close friends mm-hmm. list, whatever, you see like a green ring around their stories. Well, now you'll see a purple ring for like subscription exclusive stuff. So I don't know hmm. how people are really going to start using that. But creators can charge any amount of money up to $100 per month. Like who would pay on? Like what content would you pay? You, you okay. know who would so pay So this $100. is where, Flo, your, your link to OnlyFans. <laughs> Given my time constraints on the story, I did not put the two together, but you are totally right. You're totally right. This is basically OnlyFans on Instagram. Although Instagram has a lot of rules about what you can and can't post in terms of like adult content. Yeah, but at the same time. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I will say a lot of like a lot of my like when I was pregnant, I turned to Instagram a lot because there was so so many communities of sure new parents mm-hmm. and women and you know just the whole everything that comes with that and so i was kind of shocked at some of the content that would not get scrubbed and so i can imagine that there will be you know it, it, you don't necessarily have to be naked to make money True. There so are, you could just okay. show your feet and somebody will give you <laughs> well, money for we that. just so. went right for it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's the internet, guys. It's been like this since the 90s. Don't it tell really me you has. didn't know this. I think, I think the World Wide Web <laughs> launched and there were immediately just pictures of feet everywhere. <laughs> Why That's are so we like true. this? <laughs> oh, boy. I don't because because it's the it's the truth of all this. And I mean, Instagram has been really struggling with and I've been thinking about this myself just because like I have a really toxic relationship with Instagram. Part of the same reason that led me to leave Facebook. So I don't know, Meta, maybe you need to start looking at your portfolio. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, But there's something about so last night I was on TikTok and I I paid a creator, like all you do is tap the screen and mm-hmm. send them a gift and they get like some money. And as so I was watching my my Russian girl and her American boyfriend just having uh, 
breakfast last night. And so I'm like well, giving them money. I need you and to see a financial this, advisor. But this is like <laughs> <laughs> I'm so distressed by the things you spend money on. I, I know, like I last know. week it was the guy teaching and, you Mandarin. <laughs> this week it's the girl having breakfast. Wow. <laughs> but people are like me or why Instagram is going in this direction is because people are willing to pay. I mean, I have I have an, a Patreon bill I pay every month for podcasts mm-hmm. that I sub to and um, artists who like send me stickers and stuff. So I could see this as being another avenue to kind of capitalize yeah. on that. But yeah, this in meta is so shaking in its bones from all these other social media platforms coming out. And yeah, just, for sure. I mean, Instagram hasn't yeah. been interesting in like a long time. And the creators who we follow, you know, they're the ones who are keeping us engaged. I mean, I really, I don't follow that many creators, to be honest. I just don't find people that interesting. <laughs> well, the, and the thing is... Definitely not people eating breakfast. <laughs> a lot of us, well, and here's the thing, is a lot of us have taken uh, our social, our personal social networks to Instagram yeah. from Facebook. Sure. Because we were tired of that feed and we wanted a image-only feed. And then this whole TikTok thing happened with like short-form videos and all that. And that changed what Instagram was being used for. And so you have this like melding of those of us just like wanting a place to share some photos of our kids <laughs> with, yeah. with a couple mm-hmm. people at a time. Uh, and, you know, the other folks, I guess, who I'm assuming they're trying to go after a younger user base with this. Yeah. Because that's that's tra- NFTs, man. Oh, God. Well, I don't know if, I don't know if subscriptions, subscriptions are good for people who need like a reliable income. Like creators are, being a creator is now like a full-time job. If you ask a child today what they want to be, they're going to say a YouTuber or whatever. Like people think it's easy to turn your life into a money-making enterprise. And wow, I can't wait till the bottom falls out of that because that is the biggest load of horseshit ever. Like turning your actual life into a revenue stream, it sounds horrible and it turns you into like a non-person, basically. My my fear is we're going to have like a generation of just really burned out people because they're just like trying to churn and churn and churn. And my fears with stuff like meta taking on more here's how you can do the microtransactions to support people this is just going to keep on mm-hmm. normalizing it elsewhere and just make it even more of a of a rat race and i mean and we're already so mad at instagram for everything it's done to right. society yeah i'm <laughs> so not sure like, how this will play out but i it is good that people who professionally make content and don't work for companies that pay them to make that content as you and i do uh, which allows us to yeah. have some sort of separation of our work and personal life. Those people will now be able to have like a more reliable income stream, which is great. And I think, you know, Instagram should enable that. But I also worry about the downfall of society. So here we are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. <sighs> That's the problem with being extremely online is that you have a front row seat to all of it. So <laughs> yes. Do you remember like, cam girls back in the early oh, 2000s. Caitlin. <laughs> Caitlin. Whatever happened to the cam girls? 
Listen, I'm going to just go ahead oh, and make God. this public. My oh, husband God. and I have a history of... I'm very nervous when, about this. <laughs> when we were when we were newly online friends, um, I was, you know, I knew about cam girls and I used to like kind of watch them hatefully because unfortunately that's how our generation was raised. I mean, to what think was about the quality other. of those webcams and back then? Just like oh, horrible. Very not even not even one megapixel. It was back then under one megapixel was called VGA. Yeah. It's like so, so grainy, grainy and so bad. And um <laughs> Eric one time had me go into a Stickam chat and there was a bunch of e-bombs world people in there and they were telling me to put my shoe on my head. And I wasn't aware oh. that this was like an ongoing oh, meme. God. And so Eric has the screenshot of like, I know, I know, I know. I was, I was 21. I had like, I was 21. I had just moved out on my own. It was (laughs) aching out on the internet. Anyway, this is, I cannot. (laughs) You know what? Someday I'll tell you about chat roulette and the Mm -hmm. stupid things I did at three in the morning on chat roulette. Internet was the wild west back then. (laughs) And like, it's a good thing that most of it was not recorded. (laughs) I have to say, though, it's hard sometimes, like, being a person who lived in that Wild West and then being mm-hmm. here now and being surrounded by people who are like, why do you like this? <laughs> you know, like, like, I just I just grew to love yeah. it. I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I'm just stuck. stuck. That's like, yep. Here we <laughs> stuck are. Stuck in the Matrix. And with that, mm-hmm. we'll take a break to think about our life choices. <laughs> yes. That was a good time. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Well, Flo, speaking of the uh, downfall of society, this week, Microsoft acquired a game studio, as we mentioned at the top of the pod. Another one. Another one. They've been (laughs) snapping up game studios left and right. They're trying to make Xbox Game Pass like a really must-subscribe service. They're going to have all of these huge titles available to play on Game Pass and on PCs as well as on the Xbox. So this is clearly just a move to, you know, make Microsoft like the gaming company. The Disney of the, uh, yeah, like the Disney yeah. of the entertainment world. Disney has snatched up all these brands and big names. And now Microsoft will possibly own brands like Call of Duty, Candy Crush. Yes. Uh, world of Warcraft, Diablo, Overwatch, and Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. Those are all like incredibly big games and you know some of the coverage about this acquisition which was um i believe over 70 billion it's the largest cash acquisition of a u.s company in history so this is major if this deal is approved which is not 100 percent because like antitrust issues um 
seems to be a problem when all of these companies are able to just buy up whatever they want and then become... Didn't Microsoft go through this in the 90s already? Come on. Microsoft has been through this before, <laughs> so they might have a strategy on on how to address this. But mm-hmm. basically, all of the early coverage of this deal was like, Microsoft's trying to cement its position in the metaverse. And as we've reminded you on this pod before, is not a real thing yet. Mm-mm. And there's no guarantee it will be a real thing. And also, Mm-mm. this deal has nothing to do with the metaverse. It has to do with gaming. And mm-hmm. it has as to it do stands. with... As it stands right now. And it has to do with Activision's severe issues. Severe issues. This is a company that needed to be bailed out. And Microsoft was like, perfect. They got a lot of great games. Let's go for it. <laughs> so, Flow. The history of mm-hmm. Activision... A major game studio. It never is good. It's not good. It's not good. (laughs) What it must be like as a woman to work at these places, I, I honestly get like, yeah, very high anxiety thinking about it because can you imagine trying to do your job under threat of assault, harassment, constant hostility? And some guy comes into your like cubicle and is like, hey, do you like to get pronged? It's just like, what? Uh, It's so disgusting. And like, for decades, people wondered why women weren't like interested in games, why women didn't want to be online. And it's like, hello, it's a very toxic place for us, historically. It's like this in tech journalism, too, by the way, guys, (laughs) just so you know, CES is not a fun time to be a woman in tech journalism, but yeah, I digress. So basically, all of these issues that were happening at the company came out in a gigantic report uh, toward the end of last year. The current CEO reportedly knew about everything that went on. He's still the CEO. And he's going to be mm-hmm. until this deal goes through and presumably someone within Microsoft will will take it over. But yeah, this was a, a horrible situation. Their stock was tanking. People within the company are protesting. They want him to resign and he hasn't yet. And so basically Microsoft is saving this company because it's a completely yep. toxic place to work. And I don't know if that's good for Microsoft or the people who work there or the people who play games that are developed by this studio because just thinking about it it's it's all tainted right like unless you completely clean Mm -hmm. house which they they have started to go down that road they've you know fired a bunch of people who were involved in these incidents and but if the person at the top of the company is still involved in the day-to-day like microsoft is gonna have to do something because the women who work at microsoft must be like furious right I would imagine. I mean, I would hope so. Uh, although, uh, just thinking about the history of Microsoft's men, been thinking a lot about Bill Gates lately <laughs> with everything yeah. going on. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you can Google that, those of you listening what, to what I'm talking about. I don't want to like bring more uh, toxicity in here, but uh, it's. It's rough because the thing that for me that scares me is that so Bobby Kotick is his name. And my worry is that he's just gonna kind of fade into the background, help with like getting things set up, and then he's gonna get his payout. Sorry, a lot of things beeping in my room today. Yeah, he's <laughs> the gonna get his payout. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he's just gonna 
He's just going to leave with a bunch of money. And yeah, that's what always happens. Yeah, exactly. Will not be held accountable for it. The only reason the culture will maybe change is because Microsoft will button it up, you know, from the back end. They'll send an HR to do some training, mm-hmm. requisite training. Here's your certification. Um, maybe they'll clean house. But it doesn't solve the structural issue that we have in the games industry, which is just... yeah. It's there's a lot of garbage to weed out. It sucks. And game studios overall are not known for being great places to work. There's like really intense pressure Mm -hmm. to work wildly long hours to push out these games for people to play. And yeah, still, still after all these decades, even after the big like, I think it was in the early 2000s, it was like a big thing with EA games because they weren't like paying overtime Mm -hmm. and they were making people work late. And so, you know. We thought we had a win there, but things haven't really yeah. changed. And it's just it's just depressing to think about the tech industry overall, of which the games industry is a part, and like just how shitty it is as a woman to have to work at these places. Like you just want to do your job, mm-hmm. right? And like you're you're passionate yeah. about what the company is doing. You're like super into the products. Women do love technology, too, and women love to play games. And you just experience nothing but hostility and, like, denigration. Yeah. And it's just really depressing. It is. It is very depressing. And it's it's even more depressing to just see Microsoft come out and be like, hey, yeah, we'll just buy you up and scoop all that under. Because that's, that's what it looks like to yeah. me. It looks like it's just going to get scooped under the rug. And... And that's it. Um, And it's not going to solve the problems that are inherent to the games that they're buying. I mean, when I think of Call of Duty, I just think of, with all due respect, dudes Mm -hmm. yelling profanities at each other and playing a game about imperialist war, (laughs) which to me is like not The game storylines themselves are, uh, yeah. Mm, Yeah. It's a lot. Um, But then you have, and I know it's like, well, what does that have to do with, you know, they also own Candy Crush. And it's like, yes. So (laughs) I guess expect to see more Microsoft logos on the games you'd like to play at this point. I mean, look, we don't know how this is going to play out. Regulators might decide that Microsoft can't buy this company because then they'll own too much of the gaming industry and make it uncompetitive because... Basically, Microsoft could make all of these games exclusive to Xbox, and Sony would be like, SOL. Well, Sony could easily go out and buy mm-hmm. whatever they want, but for whatever reason, yeah. they haven't done that yet. The PlayStation platform is very strong. Yes, we're not it's very, we're very not worried strong. about PlayStation or Nintendo. <laughs> we're not worried about little no. Sony. They're, They're fine. fine, but it is going to be... It, it does... It does kind of piss me off as a consumer of these things. Like, I was grumbling when Disney mm-hmm. bought Star Wars. I was just, like, really, like, consolidating more of this stuff into just a package of capitalism yeah. that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it's, it removes some of the glisten yeah. of the stuff, some of the reason that you really loved um, it. So We should also note that in one of the reports about Activision and this deal, uh, so Activision knew that it was screwed with all of this stuff going on. So they were trying to figure out like what they could do. And they reportedly wanted to buy our sister publication, Kotaku. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which, shout out to Kotaku. We love you guys. 
And they did, <sighs> Kotaku Today did an amazing post, like just completely skewering this this rumor about the acquisition. And it's just like, you have to laugh that this company thought it could solve its problems by buying one of the most popular gaming websites online right now. And it's, <sighs> you can just always buy your way out of trouble, right? That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the system. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm going to try. Yeah, I'm trying not to get into the whole society. Right. Uh, but the TLDR is, again, expect to see more Microsoft on the games you love to play. Even even Candy Crush, uh, Britney Spears edition, which I'm sure is going to come out soon. <laughs> it's going to be time to her. To it's her all of Britney's yeah. <laughs> favorite candies. <laughs> yes. The Britney Spears Candy Crush edition and the Britney Oprah interview. The timing is yeah. fortuitous. Yeah. Perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> All right. On that note, we're going to take a much needed break. <laughs> Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right, Flo. So 2022 has actually begun for us officially, like as of mm-hmm. this week. So I haven't written down any New Year's resolutions, but I've been kind of like thinking, you know, what what is this year going to bring? And we've discussed this on the pod before, but I really need to like wrangle my brain. I need to like chill out sometimes. And I've actually started using Headspace on a regular basis, like multiple times a week. It's me clapping. Thank you. And um, I'm specifically doing this like restless mind program. Oh. Which is really helpful because it's just like, it's not like, here's how to calm your mind down, which which feels like very stressful to think about, right? You're like, uh-huh. mm-hmm. come on, mind, calm down, calm down. No, yep, like, yep. It's like, it's like, you know what? It's okay if your mind is restless, just like. Let the thoughts come in, acknowledge that they're there, and then let them go. And it's like, okay, that's that's doable. That's more doable mm-hmm. than like calm down, you know? Mm-hmm. So check. I'm doing it. <laughs> and then like my other resolutions are always like read more books, which oh god, I need to I really just I really need to just read more books. I, I, I'm okay. saying that to you and I'm looking at you intensely. So you'll tell me to read more books. Okay. So maybe, <laughs> maybe we should start a book club or something. I don't know. Because yeah. what happened is I, I bought a Kindle Paper White um, as yeah. my, like, I got through CES. Uh, you oh, know. okay. Yeah. I was a like, a little treat. Love it. Yeah. I, get, I was like, okay, at the end of this week, like, I'll have my credit card bill paid off and then we're going to go buy, like, the Kindle. Let's yeah. do it. So I did that. Um, immediately set it up and put it in my nightstand. You haven't even <laughs> like used it. You just tucked it away. Oh, oh my god! I ar- I already set it up though. I already like I put a bunch of eBooks mm-hmm. on there. I like 
Um, I got really annoyed because of the whole DRM situation with ebooks, uh, which is very stupid. Just as a side yes. note, how difficult it is to move what used to be a physical pieces of paper yeah. in a stack mm-hmm. that you could just like hand off to people. Now you have to apparently buy it two or three yeah. times to own it's it difficult. on different platforms. I just tell myself I'm supporting the author. Can I can I offer you a recommendation? Which yes, um, most people who know me know that I love the library, and you can get ebooks from the library using an app called Libby. I need to do Libby. I need to go to do the library Libby. and get a card. I've lived here ten years. I don't have a library card. Oh my god, Flo! That's the first thing I do when I move to a new city. I know. Like before I, know. I even get my driver's license for that state. When like, I lived in San Francisco, I went to the library all the freaking time. I used oh the god. ebook system. Like yeah. I was very, I was on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a kid, I was very into. But for some reason, when I came out here, I just. I blame my husband for that because I moved out here for him. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, Eric, I hope you're listening and I hope you feel bad about everything that you've ever done before. <laughs> he's he's very good at like reading sci-fi, which makes me jealous because I like want to find a genre that I'm really into. Uh, so right now I just have a lot of like spirituality books. Okay. <laughs> See, my Kindle, jam is so. like Maybe that's why I'm not reading it. <laughs> Yeah. I always I want to read like prestige. This is my problem with everything. I love deeply depressing books, movies, and TV shows. And whenever I'm like, oh, maybe I should watch or read something lighthearted, I'm like, why would you waste your time on that when you need to be reading like this serious thing? And it's a vicious cycle because then I just won't read. And then I'm like, read more. But then it's depressed. Uh, God. You know who has good book recommendations? Um, I mean, I'm assuming because I haven't read in a while. Our favorite crypto <laughs> influencer, Reese Witherspoon? <laughs> no, actually, um, Bitch Magazine. They have a really good newsletter. Oh, I have not read Bitch Magazine in like a decade. Oh, I subscribe to them. I like send, I, yeah, I have like you send their them newsletter money? and everything. Can I we send go them money. Your monthly spending? <laughs> Creator economy, Caitlin. People are creating, okay? Well, who is not getting a monthly fee from you? I don't feel good about taking content for free from people, okay? Oh I feel like God. I have to manifest it. I make my living this way. So if I put money out into there, it will come back to me tenfold. Come on. It's you like what is that tithe, called? You the- tie your entire paycheck to other people. But the prosperity gospel, that's what it is. Oh. You put money out there and then God gives you more. So Okay. <laughs> Just... Well, that explains a lot. <laughs> uh, All right. I'm anyway. setting up a Patreon just so you can send me like 10 bucks a month. <laughs> to put in a savings account for yes, me. So exactly. I... I'm going to invest the money you give me and then just give it right back to you. <laughs> Maybe, you, you know, on, on the vein of this. Uh, not related to money, but related to just the idea of getting organized. One tech thing I really need to do this year is I need to get my passwords into a vault because yeah. oh, God. I yes. am living. I know I am living dangerous. Mm, yeah. I probably shouldn't say, Don't say it publicly. Out loud. <laughs> mm-hmm. Careening wildly around the internet with the same passwords. <laughs> I've already had. I've already had some weirdo hack into my nest and <gasps> scream at my husband. So Flo, it's when? Oh, a couple of years ago. This happened, I think, in twenty. 20- okay. Oh yeah, this happened when I came after I came back from New York from the Pixel event. When I that was the last thing I went to. 
And when I got home, there was an earthquake that knocked everything down. And the day after the earthquake, somebody hacked our nest camera and was like yelling at my husband. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Camera. That's like nightmare. Yeah. It was because he didn't have Tufa on his nest account. So. Oh, so it's Eric's fault. Well, it's and then it turned into a whole thing where Google was like forcing people to do two factor authentication. Because yeah. It's. So, but this is why passwords, yeah. I think, are a resolution because mm-hmm. um, it's it's a really big task to take on. It's like changing the electricity. Oh in my your gosh! House. It's like yeah, right. There's and there's no easy way to do it. You just have to go <laughs> one by one. And if you had, if you store your passwords like in your browser, like Chrome will do it for you, Safari, etc. Like you can just have them stored, and then you don't even remember what they are. And so it's like. And then they tell you, you've been breached on like every site you I'm go like, to. Google's yes. been like, you know, those passwords been leaked, right? <laughs> Everything about me has been leaked. I'm sure it's, I'm, <laughs> I think we've all just accepted that at this point. Yeah, but you're yeah. right. Somebody has been trying to log into my Yahoo account, by the way, for the last week. I keep getting your, like, and it's from Safari on iOS. <laughs> Why do you still have a my Yahoo, Yahoo account? Because <laughs> I had a Flickr account. Oh, yes. Okay, that I okay. moved over and all this sure. stuff. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think maybe that's a story you should do. Florence cleans up her digital life. <laughs> it's a year-long process. It's a year-long process. Because the thing we'll, is, we'll is follow last you year, on this journey. I started to figure. I tried to figure out how far back my life went. Actually, went on the internet. Oh yeah, um, and you found your GeoCities. Yes, owned by some some foreign company that I need to like, you know. Mm-hmm. interface with to get my websites back so oh my god <laughs> yeah this goes very far and very yeah. deep yeah okay fine okay. i'll write a story about it all right <laughs> see this is how we workshop uh gizmodo blogs <laughs> i just true. like i just dig the information out of you <laughs> our slack is like this too i'll have you now so it is, it is. true to form it is <laughs> i am very on brand across yeah. all platforms <laughs> Well, um, we can I do know, this. Yeah, we we can do this, and I want to know like what other resolutions people out there have. I uh, we actually got some responses from last week's TV episode on Twitter, oh, yes. and we got a couple of emails. So we want to thank people for like sending in and yeah. engaging with us. Like, thank you. We it's also we also have fun. to know we got some comments from some uh, <clears throat> some of the mass holes who listen to the pod. Um, Florence, it's uh, Boston Celtics, not. Oh, Celtics, yeah. yes. Right. <laughs> Just want to issue a correction. <laughs> to like to be multiple fair, comments about that. that. <laughs> oh, we got multiple comments? I thought yes. that was just from one person. Oh, mm-hmm. who I revere and adore. Okay, yes. it was other people as well. Oh, yes. my bad. Yeah. I'm sorry to all the... How do you say it? Celtics? Celtics fans. Celtics yes. fans. Listen, yeah. guys, I am ESL, all right? So now you feel bad. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I think a lot of lessons have been learned today. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Yes. Flo, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I understood. I understood. And everyone else Send us your too. resolutions. We promise yes. we won't call you out on air, okay? We won't. We just want to hear from you. Uh, we do. We are curious. What are, you, what are you trying to do to fix your life in 2022? Because Give us some ideas, because I yeah. clearly need a lot of fixing. I can't pronounce things very well, and <laughs> my passwords are all over the place. So. 
just a hot mess this year so far, but it's okay. We, we're just getting started. Yeah. This is a an incredible journey. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, with that flow, I think we've we've come to an end. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful as always. Um, <laughs> before we go, we have to thank our producer and sound engineer, Ryan Allen, who does a lot of work to keep us on track. <laughs> um, and our art designer, Vicky Lita, who made the incredible cover art for the pod, and it's beautiful. Please email us with comments, questions, resolutions at gadgets at gizmodo.com. You can also tweet at us at gizmodo or individually. I'm at Caitlin underscore McGarry and flow is at oh that flow. And please like and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Um, if you're listening to us on Apple podcasts, a review and a rating help us so much. Also sending episodes that you like to friends, also super helpful. And Spotify also now allows ratings. So little little Spotify rating, if you don't mind, would be great. Um, and until next week, thank you so much for listening. We have a blast and we hope you do too. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>